Tis the month of St. Patty's Day, and here's a random related fact. Did you know that the odds of finding a lucky four-leaf clover are 1 in 10,000? I'd say that's pretty difficult. Fortunately, if you're a business owner or hiring manager, you don't need luck to find top talent for your team. You need ZipRecruiter, and right now you can try it for free at ZipRecruiter.com slash Bob. You don't need a leprechaun when ZipRecruiter's brilliant technology is going to walk you right to that pot of gold of top talent. As soon as you post your job, ZipRecruiter powerful technology starts showing you the best qualified candidates for it. Aren't you just a wee bit curious to see how ZipRecruiter can help you? Well, today's your lucky day because you can try ZipRecruiter for free. Just go to ZipRecruiter.com slash Bob. In fact, four out of five employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. Once again, just go to this exclusive web address to try ZipRecruiter for free. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash Bob. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. You know how you roll in here sometimes and announce how good you feel about yourself? Well, we always have an odd one in the crowd. So it's kind of odd. It's decidedly odd. Doesn't that strike you as a little bit odd? No, that doesn't strike me as a little bit odd. It's the Bob and Sherry Oddcast. The stuff we wouldn't, couldn't, or shouldn't do on the regular show. Now, here's the Oddcast. Do I really? Max, is that right? yeah. does he not do that? Are I you feel really good about myself. I, and it usually involves I like the garage. There's nothing wrong with that. What's, what's it's wrong with that? It's not a criticism. That? I, mean, I asked should... the question and then you were going to argue with me because that's how you are. You're like a badger. I think it's great you could do that. I've never walked in here and gone, I really feel good about myself. And say what I feel good. Well, about. Mister, you don't know what you're missing. <laughs> I asked Max one time. I said, Max, do you ever do feel you good ever feel good about yourself? And he thought about it, and he went, No, no I can't no, really. Nothing really comes to mind. Um, well, I'm going to have to be quiet then no. about. Uh, Something that I wanted to initiate. Well, no, no. I want to tell you that I th- I felt like you um, mm-hmm. a few days ago because oh. I did oh. something and I said to myself, girl, I feel good about myself. And I tried it on for size. And you know How what? How is that? You're not wrong. It feels pretty choice. Yeah, here's, tell me about so it. Here's what happened. So I don't have, I have a lot of patience with people. <laughs> I do not have a lot of patience with technology, which is kind of funny because I love technology. Mm-hmm. But I don't have a lot of patience for it. Like, I am bam, bam, rubble. If this bitch doesn't start working the way it's supposed to, I start mm-hmm. banging it and punching it and pounding right. it, right? Right, right. So I had, like, the perfect storm of things to try my technological patience. I just bought all this um, remote recording equipment so that sometimes if you don't feel like coming in, I can come to your house and we can do the odd cast from there. Right. Okay. It's amazing. The whole, all of the gear together fits in my backpack. I mean, mm-hmm. it's just incredible. So it, it said on the box, easy to use, which was a lie. It was a dirty lie because mm-hmm. it wasn't easy to use. It runs through your laptop. It runs through a USB connection. That's how you power it. There's no turning it on without running it through. And I have a right. Mac in a Windows world. So long, very boring ass story short. Um, it said I followed all the directions and I did it in order, which makes me crazy because I don't have a lot of patience. And no sooner do I get all of the directions followed and that some bitch won't work. It would not work. I thought what was going to take me about um, an hour ended up taking over two days, nine hours to mm. do. And here's why it turned out. And I, I won't bore you with all the details because you'd be really bored. It turned out that. The um, latest update on on the MacBook, the High Sierra update, um, 
completely obliviated the need for any software drivers to run this gear. But when the gear was manufactured, they send software drivers with it. So mm-hmm. I had loaded all of this software onto my Mac mm-hmm. to run the gear. I went through so many like websites because when you're dealing with like this kind of equipment, it's not consumer friendly because mm-hmm. they assume that everybody, and Max will back me up here, they assume that everybody who's buying this this crap is an engineer of some sort. Well, I'm not an engineer of any sort. My relationship to engineers is I divorce them. Like I have nothing to do <laughs> with engineers, right? You know, you have to really know the show, but if you do, that's pretty good. It's not consumer friendly stuff. It's mm-hmm. very, very technical. So before you can even get an answer to your question, you have to phrase the question the right way. And people like my ex are sitting in asshole land going, wait, 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 no, 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 don't make it obvious. Make them ask the question in the most circuitous way possible to get the right, answer. Right. Two days, nine hours, I finally figured out how to ask the question. And I got the answer, oh, well, if you have a MacBook in High Sierra, you've got to go in and delete all the drivers. But as everyone who has a MacBook knows, it's not like Windows. All of the coding and all of the programming is hidden from view. It's not, mm-hmm. it's not easily accessible. Then I had to learn how to get into three different libraries on my hard drive to delete the drivers. I did it and I didn't break anything. And when I when I deleted the last set of drivers and restarted my machine, when I came when it came all back to life, I went into the mic of the recording gear and everything worked. I stood up, I threw my hands up in the air and said, I like Bob Lee's, you feel very good about myself. Well, you should. I, I understood about uh, 10% of what you were just describing. I so barely, you should feel great about yourself. I barely understood it. So then I was on a high, right? I'm mm-hmm. like, okay, I can do this. I don't need you. I mm-hmm. can do this. I resynced the sound bar to the TV, which fell out of sync. I don't know, like 10 minutes after I initially synced it up. Wow. Resynced that and then opened for the very first time. Excel, which came with Microsoft Office, but I've never opened it, and created a spreadsheet. Good yeah, for you. All in one day. More of the best of the Bob and Sherry Oddcast coming up. Now, back to the Bob and Sherry Oddcast. Let's face it, you and I, um, we have people that make the machines work for us. Right. We really don't. Well, you're you're obviously a lot better at it, it than than I am. You know, the really funny thing is and everybody's going to say, "Oh, he's he's lying." I used to be pr- when I was in radio starting out, I was pretty good with that stuff. But you I, haven't I would, had I would to be. edit, I would edit tape with a razor blade, believe it or not. And, you know, even in television I knew how to edit a little bit and then slowly somebody else who was better at it than I was would take it over and I never tried to get my skill level back up. That's and that's what happens. And then it gets away from you. And now you now you feel I'm, I, I look at some technology and I just go, uh, uh, I'm so I, intimidated. There's no way I'm going there. I just I don't have nine hours of free time. And so to have spent that much time getting this to work and, and a smarter person with like that kind of brain probably could have done it in 20 minutes. It took me that long to figure out how to ask the questions to to get myself back to it, right? Mm-hmm. Then I come home from the grocery store. I walk in the door and Kevin goes, Olivia broke the dishwasher. And Olivia goes, no, I did not. Kevin broke the dishwasher. And I'm like, bitches, you, who broke my dishwasher? <laughs> so I go over to the dishwasher and it's flashing an error code. <laughs> and after dealing with um, 
this Excel spreadsheet, the garage band, the simple to use audio equipment. I kicked the dishwasher and said, sell the house. I'm not, I'm not fixing it. I'm not fixing it. Because and all the error code basic, I don't know, it was trying to tell me something. I don't know. I just hit on and off a million times until it reset itself. Why, why does everything have to require so much patience? Because there's so so much technology, we we have as a species invited all sorts of amazing creations into our lives, whether we need them or we don't need them. We seem to want them, and each one of them comes with the necessity to have a special password. You have to understand oh. how it functions. Does it align with another machine? It's you know, it's just the way it is. I called. I have a Spectrum cable. And internet, and I'm not complaining, but I love it. I've been very happy with it, right? So they have this thing where you can you can have a password and you can watch your spectrum. You can log into your account and watch it from somewhere else. So I was like, well, this is I'm going to be somewhere else. I believe I'd like to be watching Outlander on my iPad. So you need in order to log in and create the ID, you need your spectrum account number. I had already paid and shredded the uh, thing. I didn't have the account number, yeah. so I called the 800 number and I said, hey. I'm just calling to get my uh, Spectrum account number. And they're clicking away in the keys. And the lady goes, oh, I can't tell you that. I'm like, what do, you, what do you mean you can't tell me that? Well, I just can't. I can't release that information to yeah. you. I said, it's my, it's my account number. I'm me. Look, you can see that I'm calling from my address. I knew my, don't ask me how I remembered my three-digit PIN. I did, mm-hmm. right? And, and she said, that's proprietary information. I said, yeah, but I'm the proprietor of that information. That's my account number. She said, "I can't. I can't release." Isn't that there to some you. kind of a secret Swami code password, thing you yeah. can give to oh, get I gave, it? I gave my pin and my yeah. password, and I, and and I said, "Well, how do you suppose I could get a hold of this account number so that I could create my thing?" And she said, "Well, I can mail it to you." Okay, we have an international space station. I can say, "Hey, Alexa, kiss my ass." She can at Spectrum. You, at Spectrum, she can hit a button and reset your TV remotely. Yeah, and reset my TV. Yeah. But you have to lick a stamp to send me my own account number. But you know they studied that situation. They've got people that study those situations, and that's basically what works best. It's to send you uh-huh. after torturing you. How does that uh-huh. work? How does that work best? How does that work best? From a security standpoint, they they probably have figured out that the best thing to do is the snail mail. So that someone else doesn't hack my so, account so number and watch guy, young Sheldon from yeah, the Marriott? So some guy in Bolivia doesn't uh, hack your account. You know, Sherry, I, I think you're right. There are certain things that require patience, but the problem is not what it requires. <laughs> the problem for me is my lack of patience. That's my problem because too. it's, if you play with it long enough, you can sort it out. Now, I, like you say, if you're engin- if you're wired like an engineer, it's easier. But, but I'm you go, not. But, but you say, but this makes no sense the way that you're laying this out because a normal person wouldn't lay it out this way. But if I play with it long enough, I will figure it out. The problem is I have no patience for it. I just, I just, I don't. give, I give my ex a hard time. But when I hit a brick wall like this, I take a, I get up, I walk around a little bit. And I take a very deep breath and I say to myself, in what manner of jackholery would he phrase this? And then I channel him and that's how I solve the problem. Yeah. And that's what's so wrong. Like you and I have discussed it. Um, Toyota 
is probably the most popular automobile manufacturer in the world, I guess. If it's not, it's, it's second. And one of the reasons is their cars, no matter which one it is that you buy, are very intuitive. You get in the car and instantly you can figure out how the radio works. You can figure out the uh, temperature control, all of it, the ignition, the windows. It's all very easy. I had a car a while ago where it was so cumbersome. It was a foreign car. just had it for a while. It was so cumbersome to get the windows to go up and down. You had to put your finger in a certain spot, a certain way. It was ridiculous. But some engineer somewhere said, this is different. And, I, they, and they write that code with a lot of these electronics that we love. They write that code for other engineers, like you said. If they would write it for people like the Toyota engineers do, it would make everybody's lives a lot easier. I drove my friend Uncle Sparkle's car. He has a really nice car because he doesn't have children. So he can have a nice car because you cannot have anything nice with kids. And I didn't want to drive his car. I was like, Sparkles, no, this is a really nice car. I don't even want to sit in your really nice car. And he's like, no, no, I insist. Everything's fine. So um, he's in, he's under anesthesia. That's why I'm driving his car. So I'm taking him to a doctor's appointment. He's under anesthesia. So he, I can't ask him. How do I adjust the seat? He's a foot taller than I am. Mm -hmm. I get in his car, and when you get in his car, it automatically adjusts for him. Yeah, right. My car does it. But there's got to be an override, right? Yeah, sure. Where the hell is it? Well, on my car, it's right down to the left on the seat. You just move it up a little bit. It wasn't down. It wasn't there. See, this is what I'm talking about. No, it wasn't there. By the way, um, is is it possible when you drive to be under anesthesia? Because the next time I have to drive with you, you would if, if, that's a, if that's an option, I'm taking it. Okay? I got to tell you, when we put, load, me, put it right in, <laughs> when we load Rick into the passenger seat, I said to him, Rick, I'm so nervous. First of all, I couldn't get the seat to adjust. At one point, this is so like, at one point I thought this car is so high tech. Because I mean, I drive a mom van. This car is so high tech. When I couldn't find a button to adjust the seat. Mm-hmm. I turned the car on, you know, push the push the button to turn it on. Right, and when right. the car started, I, I said very clearly, adjust the seat. And of course, nothing happened because the car doesn't take verbal commands. It's not, it's not but I was so desperate because I couldn't find the button. So then I tried it again. <laughs> car, adjust my seat. The windows are going down. The radio is changing. So I finally, I get him loaded in in the passenger seat. And he's all, he's a happy Happy anesthesia, dude. He's like, I really appreciate you <laughs> driving me. And yeah. I just, I love you. You're just such a good friend. That's great, Rick. I love you too. How do I make the seat go up? Because it just hit the button. <laughs> Which button? It's not on the floor where the seat was supposed to be. And I told the car to move the seat, but nothing happened. And he goes, yeah, I don't have that option. <laughs> <laughs> So I finally get the seat adjusted and I drive him home. I couldn't wait to give him those keys back because I was convinced I was going to break it just by sitting in it. My wife is so sweet to me in so many different ways, but she has no patience for me when I can't figure out something that she can somehow figure out. Like we get a rental car and I'm going to drive, right? Because I know the area, but I've not been in this rental car before, so I do not know how exactly it works. So I'm there and she says, will you unlock my uh, window? I want to put my window down. And I'm looking over there for it. And she's, I can feel her, her stare, her laser-like <laughs> stare at me. And I know what's going on. I married an idiot in her mind. I know it. If I can't find it in about 
15 seconds. I start hitting them all just crazy, like just slapping them, hitting them, making them go. And I know That's I look me. like a complete idiot. I'm Bam Bam Rubble. Yeah. Oh, I got, so Kevin's oldest son, Andrew, texted me um, and he said, can you do me a favor? Dad's iPod is on repeat and it's driving him crazy. Also, he still has an iPod. Can you fix that? So Kevin hadn't told me that his iPod was repeating mm-hmm. because he didn't want to be like you. He didn't want me going, oh, pff, give me that thing. So Andrew was the one who told me because every song Kevin listened to would play twice. And now he likes his music while yeah, he's working, yeah. but you don't necessarily want to hear So Lonesome I Could Cry back to yeah, back. Yeah, right. That's, so it's a bit too cry. much. Yeah. So without telling him why, I said, where's your iPod? And he goes, why? I said, I, I just want to check something. He goes, why do you want to check my iPod? I said, Andrew said it's on repeat. Kevin goes, well, you don't know how to fix it. I'm like, yes, I do. Give it to me. There's a little icon you can tap. I tap the icon. And you know, when stop. you all do that crap, you do it so fast that we can't pick up on it. He doesn't like, like, like it. Like Mary will do something with the, with the computer. I'll say, I can't do this. And she'll say, give me that. How did you do that? Just never mind. Just look pretty. Which is so insulting. <laughs> and then she walks out of the room. I'll tell, you, I'll tell you, Kevin and I are more alike than you would think. I'm in Chicago with Landon and Ramsey. And Landon gave me for my birthday the Echo, right? And so she said, she said to Mary, surreptitiously, she said, don't have him try to Set this up. Ramsey is really good. <laughs> Tell him to bring it to Chicago. So I brought it to Chicago, you know? And I know what they I know they were all talking. All I behind knew, your back, yeah. And I could There's figure group, it out if I really tried. There's a text that's filled with crying, laughing emojis talking about you. I know it. Exactly. So we're in their, <laughs> we're in their apartment. And, and this is what I am now faced with. He's got the, he's got the thing. And he's, he's starting to program it. All right? He's over there. I will not give these people the satisfaction that I'm even interested in watching what they're doing. I'm over there by the window. But it is a very nice street that you live on. <laughs> I'm entertaining myself like I don't even need to learn to do care. this. I don't you care. You have people right. to do that exactly. for you. I'm like Brad Pitt that way. I thought about getting Kev the uh, Echo for Christmas. It's fantastic. But his accent is so impenetrable. That I'm not sure the Echo would be able to understand can it, him. Can it not learn it like Siri? Doesn't Siri sort of learn your particular S- Siri accent? can't understand me. I, I picked up my phone two days ago and said, Siri, make an appointment. And Siri said, I can do that for you, Sherry. What is the date of the appointment? So I said, it's November 27th at 2.45 p.m. And here's what Siri said. Got it. January 7th, 4.40 p.m. So I said, cancel, make an appointment. And I did it three times. She never got the date. I ended up just giving up and doing it manually. What is what is the Amazon Echo going to do with Amazon Echo's going to be here? <laughs> what are we going to do yeah, with could that? Be an issue. The other day, could I called issue. out, hey, Sherry, can... Da, 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 da. And whatever question it was showed up on my phone because Siri thought I was saying, hey, hey Siri. Siri. That thing where you read out the, uh, there's a readout on the voicemail. That thing. Oh, the beta transcription. Yeah, yeah. That drives me crazy. Yeah. That's you always. Can't, you can't tell sometimes. And, and different names like, hello, Glover. What? That's not my name. Well, the school, anytime your kids are absent, um, they will send you an automatic like a computer generated notification that your child is absent because once they hit a certain grade, the assumption is, is you may not know your child is absent. Mm -hmm. 
the school calls Karamia. The school computer can't say Karamia. It says, your daughter, Piranha, <laughs> was marked absent. We're calling her Piranha now. <laughs> which she prefers over her current nickname, which is Kara Mariah Beyonce hyphen <laughs> I wonder why. What I don't understand is, it'll. You, so I'll have to talk to it, right? And it'll go, say, the, say whatever the number is. And I'll say what the number is. And they'll go, sorry, I don't understand you. And I'm going, I do what you are doing for a living. I told I Siri that one so time. I so clearly that I am the phone tree on businesses and overhead announcements and businesses, and it can't understand me. So the problem is not me. It has to be the system. Kevin walked into the kitchen. I was beside myself with Siri. I'm sorry, Sherry. I can't understand you. I said, Siri, I am a professional broadcaster, bitch. You can understand me. Kevin walked in, looked at me, looked at my phone and said, Y'all spend too much time with your machines. He is right. And that's what we're yep. talking about actually right now. Yep. now. I will say, I will say Alexa does a, a, a pretty good job as far as understanding me. Now, I don't really have an accent that's, that's discernible to most people. But what Alexa does not have is the required information sometimes. Alexa, just there are things it, it, she just doesn't know. And... That's the only frustrating part. It's, yeah, but that must make 100%. you feel good. That must make you feel good. And you're not living with some bossy no, know-it-all I, robot. I'm asking because I'm ignorant. It does not make me feel good. <laughs> I have a question. I want it answered. Yeah, but, but are you asking ridiculous questions no, about like no, clear no. water revival? What are no. you asking? Why, why would you think that that's ridiculous? What are you asking? What's the question uh, you asked that Alexa did I've used, used it over and over again. I don't want to repeat. I mean, she knows the weather. You're Who very weather Who was the supreme centric. allied commander in World War II? Wasn't right. that Dwight it's Eisenhower? Eisenhower, right? And she didn't know. She didn't know that yeah. Eisenhower. Yeah, that had to make you feel very smug then, because you knew that one. You know what I did? I said, uh, "Who is Bob Lacey?" And Alexa came back and said, "Bob Lacey is a professional baseball player." And there was a Bob Lacey a few years that. ago who was a professional baseball player. There's another Robert Lacey, who's who, a historian, historian, and writes about the royal family. But then I said, "Who who are Bob and Sherry?" And she got it right away. See, so that's yeah. not a complete yeah. loss. Right. So everybody who came into the house for the next two weeks, I said, hey, take a look at this. <laughs> who is Bob and Jerry? <laughs> you know, you'd be surprised <laughs> at the reaction. Not what you would hope. I, no, they weren't. <laughs> <laughs> if they were left alone, if I suddenly left the room, they would say, who's a big ass? <laughs> Bob, Bob Lacey, Lacey is a professional yeah. radio yeah. person. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly what would happen. Well, uh, I, all of that was to say that I finally knew what it felt like to be you and to feel good about myself because I did good. something without breaking it and I didn't get mad and I didn't have to get anybody to help me and I made it work somehow, somehow. Thank you for downloading the podcast. If you don't have our Bob and Sherry app, it makes listening to the podcast Super duper easy. Plus, in the lower left corner of the screen on your smartphone is a microphone. And you can tap that and talk to us. And you may hear yourself on the show or on an upcoming podcast. Thank you so much for listening. Hey, thank you so much for listening to the Bob and Sherry podcast and the Bob and Sherry podcast. We would love if you would subscribe, rate and review and share it with a friend on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, wherever you go. And thank you again for listening. 
Tis the month of St. Patty's Day, and here's a random related fact. Did you know that the odds of finding a lucky four-leaf clover are 1 in 10,000? I'd say that's pretty difficult. Fortunately, if you're a business owner or hiring manager, you don't need luck to find top talent for your team. You need ZipRecruiter, and right now you can try it for free at ZipRecruiter.com Bob. You don't need a leprechaun when ZipRecruiter's brilliant technology is going to walk you right to that pot of gold of top talent. As soon as you post your job, ZipRecruiter powerful technology starts showing you the best qualified candidates for it. Aren't you just a wee bit curious to see how ZipRecruiter can help you? Well, today's your lucky day because you can try ZipRecruiter for free. Just go to ZipRecruiter.com slash Bob. In fact, four out of five employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. Once again, just go to this exclusive web address to try ZipRecruiter for free. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash Bob. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire.